Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back. Getting you set for LSU and Troy tonight. Troy Trojans come in here at 3-1, and one, winners of three straight. We talked to... Uh, the voice of the Troy Trojans earlier tonight, and uh, he was telling us that Troy will come in here and give it all they've got, and why not? They've had a couple of previous performances, that being the voice of the Trojans, Barry McKnight, 260-1870. Coming up in just a few moments, Mike Starborough, TigerBait.com, will be with us. LSU will look to keep the nation's long- longest non-conference home win streak alive. Yep. They will push it to 50 with a victory tonight, and uh, they were now at 49. They're right there in the That's top five. a big five. number right yes, there. surpassing That's University impressive. of Miami. Uh, last uh, week with their, or excuse mm-hmm. me, two weeks ago with their, last week with their victory over Syracuse. Now, we're also looking at uh, what they do. And, you know, I, I would say right now, her, not just freshman, All-American, young All-American, but Greedy Williams will be a first-team All-American for what he's done in the first few weeks of the season. I mean, when he, you know, the pickoff against BYU in the Dome, mm-hmm. when he read that, he, he did not turn around at all, and he read that, Defensive backs' eyes. That's something seniors do, juniors and seniors. And yep. then last week, you could tell when he stepped up, Herb, that, he, that was off a of tape. He studied something off a of tape when he stepped in last week and made that pick off and nearly took it back pick six. He, this this guy is above his, well above his age as far as what he's doing on the field. He's a ball hawking defender, Herb. And I tell you what, he, yeah, he is, when you get a tab like that, I mean, he's, He's continuing, really, the, the tradition of DBU alive. He that, really is. That reminds me of, you know, one of one of the best defensive back plays you can ever do. I mean, the quarterback didn't even set his feet right, and he was already charging forward for that right. football. You know, he right. saw the ball there. He knew exactly where it was going, and then he made the play after that. So, you're absolutely right. He will definitely be considered one of the top defensive backs in the country. Whether he's a freshman or not, it doesn't really matter. You know, Herb, when you think about it, what, uh, what LSU has done in the first few weeks, it, it's a team that, you know, if you were following from afar, that has uh, had some growing pains. they got a lot of young yep, players yep. Uh, more than anybody else that's out there. But I think the fans kind of understand that. And, look, if you could, you come in and down the stretch you now, should. everybody is going to be eager to see the improvement from last conference game to next week's conference game in Florida. And let's face it, Florida's game takes on a little more meaning of what's happening on and off the field around here in the last uh, 12, 24 months. Mm-hmm. It's kind of stoked the, the bear, poked the bear, so to speak, in that rivalry. But uh, I, I think they've, they've taken a step forward. But on the defensive side of the football also, we've gotten used to not seeing some of the numbers they've given up on Dave Aranda's side of things. That's a part of the growing process for Sean Lawrence being Absolutely. out. Absolutely. What, what do they need to do tonight, Herb? Because when you go back and look from Mississippi State to last week with Syracuse with Eric Dungy, you're facing another mobile quarterback. Yep. They can do a lot of things out of that spread formation. And, you know, I'm hoping that you see more improvement in the quarterback and defensive part. What we heard about assignments, Daniel Lane's right fits, and it hadn't been what it needed to be the last couple of weeks. I think right now the defense goes through Devin White. I think he's one of the best players that that's actually in the country at that particular position. I think mm-hmm. he's going and going every game. Um, all, you know, the, the most important thing, though, for our defense is – up front on the defensive line. We have to create pressure. We yes. have to stop any of the run plays that they're going to do. 
and we have to put pressure on the quarterback. If we can get the quarterback to kind of have some jittery feet, throw the ball around a little bit, then guys like Reedy Williams can make some intercepts or knock some balls down. Um, but we also have to tackle very well. If we don't tackle well, um, you know, I mean, those guys, if, if they, they have the opportunity to break tackles and, and make some, some pretty good yardage after that particular tackle break. But, you know, ultimately they just got to come out and play some, some stout, stern LSU Tiger football under Coach Dave Aranda, cause some pressure, get some uh, a couple turnovers here and there, whether it be fumbles or, or intercepts or even turnover on downs. Um, we just have to make some plays, man. We just got to go out there and make plays and don't feel any pressure. Just play the game and enjoy the moment. When you do that, it's, it's homecoming, man. This is one of those games where you just let it all hang out. Homecoming, yes, indeed. And for the seniors, it'll be their final homecoming. But looking at LSU defense versus Troy, in the first wave of the season, her little into a quarter of the season, running back and quarterback combo, this may be the best running back quarterback combo together that LSU has seen. I'm talking about piece together because you're looking at a Jordan Churn, uh, you know, plus 1,000-yard mm-hmm. rusher, uh-huh. upper-class senior, and we talked about Brandon Silvers yep. last. This is a ball club that they've won 11 straight games in which their offense has gained 400 yards or more. And under Neil Brown, the last three seasons, Troy is 12-0 when they rush for 150 yards or more. They're averaging well over both of those that, uh, on the season going to the night. These, you know, it, it's going to be difficult to defend. That's why I say if you see LSU's defense come out and they put the clamps on them, don't take that as, oh, that's Troy. No, I'm not telling you because this offense, it does some things that's better than Syracuse. I mean, they don't have the receiver like Syracuse did in Steve Ismail because right, right. he's the best in the country right yep, now from a reception yep. standpoint. But this is a legitimate offense that the defense is going to have to take on tonight. Well, the, one of the things that's also uh, difficult is when those guys, those guys have been playing together for quite some time. So that's they right. have you know, somewhat of a, of, a, of, a, of a marriage there, if you will. Um, they go hand in hand. And then they both are really, really great players in their division. Um, with you know with Silvers, I mean I, I like him. I like this kid a lot actually. So um, especially with with Barry, comparing him to myself, I like him even more. Um, you know and that's tough. Sure. Man. It's it's going to be tough to play against a guy that can play you know both sides of the field, meaning that he can run the ball and throw the ball. Um, and then with that combo that they have, it's going to be difficult. But once again, we just have to play our LSU stout, stern football, no defensive football. Uh, we have to play uh, just like we played last week on defense. We got to play. You know, even better than we played two weeks ago when we played against uh, Mississippi State. I mean, we just have to play. But those are learning lessons. Yep. These are things we have to do. We're going to play, you know, guys coming up in the future that can run the ball and throw the ball. We're going to play against a great combo of running backs and quarterbacks. We're going to play a great combo of running backs, quarterbacks, and receivers. So this is what it's all about. It's big-time college football. And you got to either get up or sit down, whichever one you want. Wrapping up, looking at the Troy offense. Of course, they're averaging 24 points per contest, 23 first downs, and they are 39% converting on third downs. That's the Troy Trojans. And Kenny Edenfield is their offensive coordinator. People in these parts may remember that name. He was a uh, coach that led Southwest Mississippi Community College to uh, some championship games in his tenure there, then spent some time on the Middle Tennessee staff. Uh, with uh, Steve Campbell and company. So uh, he's been around and uh, obviously knows Coach O. They spent some time on the Nickel State staff together down in Thibodeau. Publisher and recruiting analyst for TigerBait.com, www.TigerBait.com. Mike Scarborough joins us now. Mike, homecoming. Uh, I would expect a, a light day from a recruit standpoint on campus. But last night uh, they tell me the young man down in Hanville is, uh, continues to have a good season. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the things you saw last night and what's up on the site that people can go and look at the footage. Yeah, we actually uh, took the, the night off last night. We've been out every weekend and was looking for matchups and games where they were mutual 
multiple prospects on the field and guys we hadn't filmed already, and I just didn't see games where we were, we were going to head out. So uh, we'll be back out next week with two or three games. But, yeah, Puka Williams from Hanville has been absolutely outstanding. We've already filmed him twice this year. Um, and, you know, we were really wanting to see Emery from Destrahan last week, and Puka Williams had an, a big night against uh, against them. So uh, offered from LSU about three or four weeks ago. Still committed to Kansas, um, and we'll see how that plays out with the numbers uh, going forward. But he's a little on the small side, but there, there's no denying uh, his production. And uh, you got to think Matt Canada, Canada sees him and possibly sees a guy that uh, he would have liked to have had in Travis Achan, who's at Clemson. Yes, uh, they're leading Russia early in the season, the freshman from Jennings and Travis Etienne. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com is here with us now. Mike, you and I had a conversation earlier in the week. Uh, LSU, who they have on board. Defensive lineman looks a little better because you will get uh, Tyler Shelvin back and, uh, you know, somewhere down the line and he's going to make an impact. But what are they looking at, Mike? And it's from a high school standpoint and just by from what I've been reading and keeping up with, they're going to have to dip into the junior college ranks to get some, you know, starters or depth on both of the lines uh, this this season. You know, so by December, I would I would expect you'd see uh, two or three, you know, uh, linemen coming in from various places, offense and defense from the JUCO route. Yeah, and, and I think it's a bit of a scramble because it's it's uh, they went from wanting one junior college uh, offensive uh, tackle to now saying they want two junior college offensive linemen and two junior college defensive linemen. Uh, now, as far as the defensive linemen, is that necessarily two uh, a tackle and a nose guard type or two nose guards or, or a, a, an inside guy and an outside guy? That, that remains to be seen. But, um, you know, they offered uh, a, a top junior college defensive tackle in the state of Texas this week from Blinn Junior College, um, but that kid's committed to Ohio State. Uh, you know, it's... It's, uh, to me, it's going to be very difficult uh, to get one of the top, you know, linemen in junior college, you know, when you're, when you're starting to go out and, and, and beat the bushes for them at the beginning of October. Um, not to say that it can't be done, but a lot of these kids and most college coaches, we saw it under miles and you see it in a lot of places, you, you, if you're going to sign a junior college prospect, uh, a lot of times you don't want them unless they're a midterm grad. So how many of those are, are midterm grads? Uh, you know, Trevez Moore, who's LSU's defensive end commitment from Colin in Mississippi, you know, I hired a guy to go out and film him last uh, Thursday night, and he, he's messaged me in the second quarter saying he hadn't been put in the game. We find out at halftime he, the reason why he's not playing is because he's academically suspended because uh, he wasn't going to class. So, you know, that, that's one of the marquee defensive ends in LSU's current commitment list. Mike, for me, the meat and potatoes of, of, of LSU football is the offensive line. In recruiting this year and going forward, um, give me a couple of names in the fans, a couple of names that we should look out for out of some, um, some high school kids, um, not necessarily the JUCO kids, but I, I want to I know what's coming out this coming year and then the following year as far as the offensive linemen that LSU has a really good well, chance you of know, I, I, You know, Cameron Wire from East Ascension's already we, – we, we filmed – week and uh I, I really liked what we saw in him he's he needs to put on weight probably 30 40 pounds he's you know legit six six in that range um but there's no bad weight on him he, he moves real well has good feet um i haven't seen cole smith from mississippi other than on film 
Uh, he's their other uh, commitment. Um, then you got Dory Rosenthal from Faraday, who, when you look at the commitment list, you see him as a defensive lineman. But I, but I think when he gets to the the next level, you 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 move him to the offensive line. I, I think he's a a future offensive lineman, very raw, um, probably at the same stage as where Gerald Hawkins was uh, coming out of high school. So uh, those guys, um, and you know, on the defensive side of things, we we I saw Nelson Jenkins uh, last Friday night. And uh, it's, uh, for Plaquemine, uh I think he can be a, a good defensive lineman. Um, but, you know, the, 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 I guess the, the, the bigger question is, is there an Andrew Whitworth out there? Is there a Lyle Collins? Right. You know, is there a Kyle Williams, a Dorsey? And the answer is no. Mike, how can everybody get the latest on what we're talking about right now and today's game action? Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. Uh, we've got uh, – uh, all your uh, football, football recruiting. We were basketball practice yesterday. Uh, you know, it was kind of funny at the end of the day. Well, Mike, yeah, speaking about that, I mean, this, this is, you tell me, when's the last time you had this much excitement about basketball? Uh, put it this way. Um, our ba- our basketball, uh, we had two guys covering basketball. We've never done a basketball practice report ever. And we did one yesterday, and it was uh, it was. Uh, monumental um but i I look at the uh the hits on the video from our basketball practice yesterday and it actually seated the the, it exceeded the number of views of ed orgeron's press conference thursday night yeah i tell you what 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 coach has done in the recruiting standpoint got people excited i mean uh, people are really looking well that's the deal i i I don't think lsu is going to burn it up or but i think if you understand where lsu was at where they're going oh yeah and you see the work that's being put in, you know, and you're following them in recruiting, you get in on the ground floor, I, I think you're going to be excited about what you see, even if the one loss uh, isn't ideal. I, uh, he's got a three-year plan. I wouldn't be surprised if year two they're not NCAA tournament bound. Oh, yeah. I just think from just the small things, Mike, you know, uh, what they do on the court, uh, the stuff that you'll hear, uh, you know, you people that go to practice and so forth, he's doing this now, he's doing that now. I think people are going to be very impressed with just, just, just look, the little things add up. I'm watching his press conference Monday, and I, and I can't – you listen to him talk, and you walk in, and I, I couldn't help but think about Nick Saban two or three times during that the whole thing. It, it, he's, a, he's an impressive speaker. Yeah, I mean, no, but it's just the, the process and the confidence and the – Yeah. You know, it's just reminiscent. I mean, because we saw it done, and um, – and, and, you know, you don't want to say he's going to be the Nick Saban of basketball for LSU, but it just it, you, you, you see what he's doing and what he says and how he goes about doing things, and you just, you just can't imagine him not being successful. That's the bottom line. Uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, again, let everybody know how they can get the latest on the Bayou Bay. Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Scarborough Mike. And, of course, we got a uh, everything we do gets posted to our Facebook page. Uh, just type tigerbait.com in the uh, search box and hit the like button and, and be sure to hit uh, the follow uh, button on that uh, so you get it first in your in your feed. All right, Mike, LSU about a 19-point favorite tonight. How you see this one shaking out? Yeah, I, you know, you, you worry about some of the missing pieces for LSU out there tonight. Um, but, you know, I, could this one be close? I mean, Troy is actually a faster team than Syracuse. Uh, talking to my folks in Alabama. 
uh, and then LSU's got some missing pieces. We'll, we'll see, but I, I think LSU wins this one 35-13. Uh, 35-13. Mike Scarborough's pick, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, thank, thank you very much. All right, talk soon. Thanks. All right, that's Mike Scarborough, right, TigerBait.com. And Herb, uh, after we get to our, our bottom of the hour CBS update, we'll get your final take because then you'll be uh, – Making your trek, gonna walk down the hill before long. I'm gonna go ahead and do a little walk. This first time you walked, or did you walk last year? No, I walked. Um, I walked during the spring game last year. Okay, I got awesome. you. I yeah, bet it was. That, that was fun. The band will be out there and everything. You can all, if you now, go. You know, I've never known that the band has actually walked down. I've never. Yeah, known that. I, 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 never I know. That. I know if that was added, but I know it's it's something that the fans look to. And we were just walking over there because you know around the PMAC, mm -hmm. kind of called Tiger One Village. They have you know places where you can get. Yeah. Beverages and snowballs, and they even got memorabilia you can bid on. It's some good it's, meat pies. Yeah, yeah, some very good meat pies. <laughs> but it's, it's real. It's thick. It's thick around there, and you can tell yeah. why people are lining up. Almost like if you were going to a parade uh, in New Orleans. If people try to get up close to the barricade, people try to get up close to Stadium Drive, where they can see there. And it, that's what's fun is that you'll have people that are up front, and you'll be like, "Hey, that's uh, Y.A. Tittle. Hey, that's, uh, that's Gabe Norton. Hey, that's Herb Tyler. That's Kevin Falk. There you go. You'll hear a lot of that. Tonight. You know, a lot of people say. Oh, man, that's deep velocity. Oh, no, not on that walk they won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not on that one. I know a couple of places they might know that walk, but not down that stadium walk there, Herb Tyler. That's all right. 260-1870. You can text us at 870-870. Coming up, a CBS update. Then Herb gives us his keys to the game and tonight's prediction. It's homecoming 2017. LSU taking on yes, Troy. Sir. A 602 kickoff right here on Tiger Radio. But first up. Here comes a CBS update. All right, winding down here, LSU and Troy tonight. The 3-1 and one Trojans and the LSU Tigers. It's homecoming 2017 for the Bayou Bengals. And uh, for those you don't know, each week that we uh, have a broadcast, obviously there is a itinerary. And uh, Michael Barnett, the sports information director for LSU, Louisiana State University, sends out. And coming up here in a few moments is that uh, – the student gates the Tiger Stadium have opened, and they opened about uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, all remain gates open here up at 3.30, so they're opening up. Then the Tigers get set for their victory walk down here, in which uh, Herb Tyler will take a part in tonight. And uh, also being in there, he's walking down. The guest captain presentation will be right out there on the field tonight, yes, 20 minutes before kickoff. Some greats. I'm talking about one of the great runs in LSU history. That after uh, Coach Archer and Coach Harmon. Uh, three straight bowl victories for the Tigers to bring back the Magic game and so forth, 95, 96, 97. This team was uh, doing extremely well, and these guys were a part of it, that being Kevin Falk, our own Herb Tyler, Tommy Banks, and Cedric Donaldson will be making their walk down the hill. And Herb, I can imagine those are memories that when they, people see you, that they'll think about obviously the big win over Florida, taking the goalposts out of the stadium that yes, night, sir. some other ones, the 10-win season in which we beat Clemson. It was 7-3 to three or 10-7. Uh, to seven. Was it 10-7 or 7-3, Herb? 10-7. 10-7 uh, in Atlanta. But, uh, boy, those, those are some good times that gave Tiger fans. And it all started that year when uh, Troy Twilley, in the back corner of that end zone, intercepted then sixth rank, and that was undefeated Auburn. And that was kind of a yep. sign that, you know, you know, maybe a little bit of magic is back. And Coach Nardo implemented the white uniforms. It was a, a lot of special things went on during that time, Herb. It was a lot of special things, man. You know, and, and you know what was crazy about it was a lot of Coach Hallman's guys were a big, huge part of that. Mm -hmm. Gabe Northern, Troy Twilley, um, uh, James Gilliard, uh, Jamie Jamie Howard. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of ton of players I can you know, rattle off down the, down the list. And But, you know, the thing about it, though, is we all came together, even though they were – 
brought in by Coach Holman. We were, we came in with Coach Donardo. We we bought into the Donardo system, mm-hmm. and not only that, we wanted to, we did really truly want to bring the magic back to LSU because it was several losing seasons that we had, and we weren't about to let that happen again. So, um, you know, one of the biggest things for us was just the fact that we wanted to make the fans proud, proud to wear the purple and gold proud to yell the go tigers in the stadium or in the grocery store at rouses or anywhere wherever you see a, a fellow tiger you yell go tigers period that's what that's what we always pride ourselves on herb and now and herb and cedric kevin and tommy will be making the trek down in just a few moments all right Herb. before we let you check out keys to the night's game let's take a look lsu's defense against the, an offense and an offensive style that the uh, tigers have uh, they've, they've struggled with the last couple of yep. weeks yep like you know, like like Mike said, um, you know we're a little thin, you know, uh, on the defensive line, and uh, a couple of guys are out here and there. But you know, the thing is, you just got to keep pressing on. You got to play fast. You got to play physical. You got to make sure you put some pressure on the quarterback. You got to get him off of his line, um, and then you got to make sure you can create a few turnovers, whether it be fumbles or interceptions or whatever, anything mm-hmm. like that. You just need to create some turnovers and and, and be a winner in that turnover uh, stat line. All right, Herb, now the Tiger offense against Detroit defense, Detroit defense that is uh, allowing just 18 points scored on per contest. So the Tiger offense has definitely got to get our blocking under <laughs> underway. You know, we, we, need, we need to find a way to, to really make that offensive line gel some kind of way. We need to push some people around. We need to open some holes. Um, we need to give the quarterback some time. Um, and with that being said, segue into the quarterbacks. I like what Coach always is attempting to do with Miles Brennan and bringing him in for with significant steps um, throughout this particular game. Mm-hmm. So um, I do like I do like Danny Edlin. I think he'll make some big plays with his receivers outside, with his big, tall, fast receivers outside, as well as a few tight ends. Um, and Darrell Williams, I, I expect Darrell to have a really, really great game tonight. Um, I think he'll be running downhill. So we'll see. And, of course, uh, be another opportunity for D.J. Chalk, who's pretty much made yep. plays in every game this season to yep. come up with some big plays. Absolutely, yeah. D.J. Chalk is one of the best receivers in the country as well as one of the best punt return men in the country. So I think D.J. Chalk can do pretty much anything D.J. wants to do. It's, all you got to do is get him the ball. All right, Herb Tyler, LSU, Troy. The Tigers are about a 19-point favorite. Your prediction on tonight's game? My prediction is close to that. I'm, I'm looking more at 42-24 Tigers. That's what I see. Well, that's going to fail on homecoming. The second winning is quarterback, second most wins, won by a quarterback in LSU history and three straight bowl victories. Uh, and that's this one that's still etched in the, the memory books here, Tigers uh, football lore, Herb Tyler. Herb, enjoy the walk, my man. Thank you. You all will Appreciate see Herb it, Tyler walking down the hill, and he'll be a guest captain tonight along with Cedric Donaldson, Tommy Banks, and Kevin Falk. A good run in the 90s. Bringing back the magic under Coach Jared Donato yes, LSU sir. football in those days. Go Tigers, baby. Yes, we'll take a timeout, come back, and get a college football scoreboard. Take a look at uh, the SEC as well, what's going on in the conference right now, and point you toward LSU's next opponent who was victorious today, the Florida Gators. Winding down LSU and Troy tonight, a 6.02 kickoff on Tiger Radio. 6.05 kickoff right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. And welcome back. Getting you set for LSU and Troy tonight right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. The Troy Trojans come in at 3-1 and one as they won. Lone loss. The first week of the season, they lost to Boise State 24-13. They're the favorites in the Sun Belt. A double-digit win team a year ago and became the first Sun Belt Conference team uh, last year to earn a national ranking. They were ranked 25th in the country on November the 13th after they got off to an 8-1 and one start. And boy, a big turnaround last year. They were in the, in the NCAA annuals. They were, had a six-win turnaround. They won four 
uh, in 2015 and won 10 last year. That was second largest turnaround in the country, along with the Colorado Buffaloes, who played for the big uh, Pac-12 championship a year ago, losing to the Washington Huskies. Don't forget one of the latest on the Tigers. All you have to do is text the word sports to 870-870, and you will get sports alerts as they happen. And don't forget to follow throughout the game on Twitter and Facebook updates, and we'll give you our take on LSU football versus Troy. Let's take our final look at the afternoon college football scoreboard. Now, these are some games that are in progress. Right now in the first half, Penn State is shredding Indiana as the Nittany Lions are up 28-7. to Saquon Barkley is uh, off to a hot start and uh, be hard-pressed to go against someone else as far as the best player in college football right now than the talented back from the Nittany Lions. In Rocky Top, it's the Georgia Bulldogs on top of the Tennessee Volunteers 10-7. to Jake Fromm, 5 of 10, 62 yards and a touchdown. And Javon Wims has three receptions and a score for the Bulldogs with a 10-0 lead early in the second quarter. Number 17, Louisville, has got three touchdown passes in the first half. With 6.30 left in the first half, it is number 17, Louisville, 28, and Murray State, 3. In fact, Lamar Jackson has scored all four of Louisville's touchdowns. Right now, he has 220 yards of offense, 95 rushing, 124 passing, three passing TDs, and one rushing TD. Jonathan J.T. Taylor. 80 yards rushing today on 19 carries, two touchdowns, still one of the nation's leading rushers as the Wisconsin Badgers improved to 4-0 and 1-0 in Big Ten plays. They beat Northwestern 33-24. South Florida Bulls took care of East Carolina 61-31. De'Ernest Johnson, 16 carries, 111 yards. Florida taking care of LSU's next opponent, the Vanderbilt Commodores. The Gators win the day by a score of 38-24. Malik Davis was 17 of... 17 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns after the scoreboard. We'll take a look at the numbers. Florida played uh, two quarterbacks today as well. Uh, Miami of Ohio is at Notre Dame later today. Notre Dame coming off of that victory over Michigan State last week. A big SEC Western Division battle, number 24, Mississippi State, will look to bounce back after a disappointing game at Georgia last week. They are at Auburn to take on an Auburn team that put up 51 points last week against the Missouri Tigers. Troy is here at LSU tonight at 6.05 kickoff on Tiger Radio. Number 11, JT Barrett, the Ohio State Buckeyes. It's JT Barrett last week, five touchdown passes. We'll see what they do tonight as they are on the road at Rutgers. That's 11-ranked Ohio State. Biggest game in the country this week, number two, Clemson. The Tigers at number 12, Virginia Tech. That is also where college game day was today in Blacksburg, Virginia. That's a lot out there. And they had the all-time great Bruce Smith on the set today. Number six, Washington is at Oregon State. Number 15, Oklahoma State will look to bounce back. They're in Lubbock taking on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, who are 3-0 and on the season. Number one, Alabama is at home against Ole Miss this evening. Hotty Toddy and Roll Tide get together at Bryant Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, where Shea Patterson will try and put that Alabama defense that is yet to really be tested to a test. Northern Illinois is at 19th-ranked San Diego State. A couple of finals from last night. It was USC falling at Washington State 30-27. to And number 14, Miami, takes care of business. Malik Rozier, 270 yards passing and two touchdowns. The young quarterback continues to impress for the Canes. They're now 3-0 on the season after a 31-6 victory over Duke. A Duke team that was at home and was previously 4 and. Oh, now we'll go back and look at that Florida box score because I want to get an update. Uh, Florida's been using multiple quarterbacks. Well, today they used Felipe Franks. He was 10 of 14 for 185 yards, 
no touchdown passes. And Luke Del Rio was 7 of 11 for 64 yards. Like we said, the big bulk of the Gator offense today was Malik Davis as he carried the ball for them 17 times, 124 yards. And that is uh, the high for the Gators. And he had a couple of touchdowns leading them to a 38-24 victory over the Vanderbilt Commodores. And I just want to give an idea looking at the scoring plays in this contest to see if uh, Florida wound up getting some defensive uh, field scores in this contest. Nope. They uh, looks like pretty much uh, all offense here for the Gators. But that's the matchup next week. The SEC game of the week has LSU at Florida. We'll take our final timeout. We'll come back, look at what LSU has coming up tonight in the Troy Trojans, some key players on the Troy side, and, of course, the Tigers take for homecoming 2017. And who's going to be out there playing tonight? Uh, a lot of guys are out. We'll we see Darius Geis this week. After last week, he came back on late Thursday night and said he was going to play and wound up playing some. And as Coach O alluded, got a little more hurt. So will White be out? Excuse me. Will Geis be out completely in this game? We already know Rashard Lawrence is out, and Ed Paris was lost for the season after having surgery last week. One final segment getting you set for LSU and Troy. Final segment next here on WWL. And welcome back. Of course, you know, a few weeks into the LSU, excuse me, yeah, into the LSU season, but into uh, just about every season. High school's about the halfway point, college, and then pro. And uh, through the going into week five in the National Football League, week four, LSU led the nation with most NFL players, most players on the NFL roster, and the top five uh, right now. LSU was number one with 50. USC and Florida tied with 45 players on NFL rosters, and University of Miami is at number four. So actually that was four there. So the Tigers are the only team in the nation to reach the 50-player mark, and they have more players on NFL rosters than any other team in uh, college football as of this point in time. We were talking about that non-conference win streak, home win streak. The last time uh, that happened was 2000 when LSU suffered that loss to UAB. And if they win tonight, they will continue to stay up there. The longest non-conference home win streak goes all the way back to the early 1900s, and Harvard has that at 55. So that would take uh, LSU uh, this, this season, next season, and then the following season they would be in position to break that mark. Troy Trojans come in tonight. They've held their opponents uh, under 100 rushing yards this season, and that is all of their opponents. Last season they held six. Three consecutive games, they've held them under uh, 100 yards in this season. They didn't do that, uh, uh, obviously, to Boise State. But uh, everybody else, they pretty much shut down. And here's one stat to keep an eye on tonight the Trojans have. And this is difficult uh, to play this type of defense against, regardless of who you're playing. They've allowed only two rushing touchdowns, uh, which is 15th in the nation. That's tied for 15th in the country. They've allowed just two rushing touchdowns and keep an eye on one of the top defensive backs Troy a lot of people figure who is their most famous alum that went on to play pro ball I think DeMarcus Ware would obviously have to be up there great career he had and won a Super Bowl last year with Denver uh, two years ago before he, uh, he stepped down and uh, this young man Blaze Brown he leads the nation now with an average about an interception uh, in his career every other game and that is the nephew of the great Herschel Walker so he, we know he's got some tremendous football blood in his body. So that's a look at some of the things that Troy does and keep an eye on their quarterback, Brandon Silvers, uh, preseason first team uh, all, all Sunbelt Conference player, and he's leading a Troy offense that's churning out 450 yards rushed, 450, 450 total yards of offense 
per contest, and they average 24 points per game. So up next, we'll hand things off to the LSU Sports Network. And again, LSU's next opponent next Saturday in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium against the Florida Gators, where they were victorious today against Vanderbilt 38-24. to That is a 2.30 kickoff, so our coverage will start next week at 10 a.m. We'll be with you from 10 a.m. until 12.30. We'll hand things off to the LSU Sports Network, as it will be the Tigers and the Gators next Saturday from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium in Gainesville. And don't forget to keep up with the latest on the Tigers throughout tonight's contest. We'll have Facebook posts for you, live Twitter feed, and so much more at www.com. Here's a hub for all your information. And right now in the CBS Game of the Week, Georgia is pulling away, and I'm sure some of the Boo Birds have already come out in Rocky Top. Right now with 7-13 left to play in the first half, it is Georgia 17 and Tennessee 0. Well, that's what they're going to do it for us. Lead things off a little extra Tiger music for you on this homecoming day to let you enjoy before we hand things off to Chris Blair and the LSU Sports Network. Up next, it's the 25th rank LSU Tigers taking on the Troy Trojans. For Dominic Mitchum, our on-site engineer in studio, Dave Potter and Don Ames. And for Herb Child, I'm Deke Bellavere. Thank you for listening. Up next, LSU and Troy pregame coverage on the LSU Sports Network. Go Tigers! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.